BFC Devotional Podcast. I've been telling myself for a while that I need to find a book and just stick with it and make my way through it. Um, so we're going to try it. I started reading 1 Corinthians in my devotional time this morning, and I think this would be a good book to give some lessons for all of us. So we're going to start with chapter 1 in verse 20, which says this. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom. It pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs and Greeks seek wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and folly to the Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of man, For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to the worldly standards. Not many of you were powerful. Not many of you were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. For the person doing their best to make it in the world, there is no arena in human experience which it is beneficial to claim that you are weak, incapable, independent. In the workplace, you want to show yourself as the smartest, hardest-working, most capable employee you can be. Otherwise, how do you get that promotion to make the extra money and better provide for your family? In sports and athletics, you work as hard as you can to earn that starting spot, to beat the competition. You are faster and stronger and more prepared than the next guy on the depth chart. In academics, you've got to ace the test so you can get the A, so you can up your GPA, so you can get the scholarship to get to the best college. As a parent, you feel a need to have all the answers to all your children's questions and all the different parenting scenarios so your kids respect you as their authority and, if we're honest, so we can defend ourselves, at least in our own minds, against other parents who think we should be doing things differently. We could go on and on. We must be the best that we can be in every area, and if we aren't as good as we should be, we pretend. No one wants to look like a fool. No one wants to feel over their head. No one wants to admit that they're not up to the task, whatever it may be. Which is why Christianity can be so hard for us. It asks us to do just the opposite. So often we try to be the best Christians that we can be for all the wrong reasons and in all the wrong ways. We want to be seen as spiritual or we want to try to earn God's favor like we earn the favor of our friends and teachers and coaches and bosses. Or we want to be right about this or that theological issue so we can feel intelligent. We can feel like we know better. Or we just want something that makes us feel good so we don't have to deal with the fact that most times we don't. However, success and progress in the Christian life only comes by admitting that we are failures. We aren't spiritual. We aren't capable. We are not correct. And we can't pick ourselves up by our bootstraps. We cannot be good enough. We need a Savior. We need someone who is wise and strong and righteous and loving to be those things in our place, which is exactly who Jesus is. 
Now, the Corinthian church is a mess. And we're going to see that the more we work through this book. But the reason that we still have this letter today is because God and his divine wisdom knew that we would be a mess too. And so he wanted to make sure that we had access to these truths. This church, the Corinthian church, is divided into factions around the different apostles and teachers who had taught them. Paul, Apollos, Peter. They got so caught up in trying to be right and follow the right God that they forgot how to get it right. We must become the fool so that Jesus can be wise in and through us. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And isn't that what we want? Paul knows that the secret to being wise is to letting the power of Christ work in you. In our text, Paul brings up the Jews and the Greeks. The Jews often looked to their works to save them, or their lineage to save them. The Greeks basically invented philosophy, so they were always looking after worldly wisdom. Paul says Jesus may seem like a stumbling block to the Jews, and he may seem foolish to the Greeks, but we know. We know that he is our righteousness, our sign from God, our wisdom, our strength, our salvation, and our power. So what he says to the Corinthian church holds true for us today. Don't find your value in being right, or in being wise, or in being a good person. Find your value in Christ. Don't be proud of any of those other things. As it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. That's when we really get to see God show up in our lives. So Lord, help us through your word and through your Holy Spirit to find our value in you, to boast in our weakness, as crazy as that may seem, so that we can see you be strong in us, so that we can see your power in display, so the world might look at our lives and say, not Jordan is great, but God is great. We will thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us for Let's Talk. Join us here every Monday through Friday for more devotions from your BFC pastoral staff. Join us for services at 9 and 11 a.m. on Sundays and our online services at 9 a.m. on Facebook and YouTube Live. Check out our website at www.bfcsebring.org or our Facebook page at BFC Family for other articles and updates. Have a blessed day, church family. You are loved.